You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On Dear Viv this week, when you're afraid to strike out on your own, when parents-in-law get possessive, when your dream job turns out to be not that great, and when you don't want to visit your boyfriend's parents ever again. Our first question this week. Diviv, I'm a 20-something girl who has just kick-started a fantastic, exciting career. People keep telling me that I'm in a great position and that I have it all in front of me. I love my job, I have hobbies and I have a good social life. Everything is technically great. But my five-year relationship with my boyfriend is coming to a slow end and it is painfully apparent to both of us that this situation is no longer a source of happiness for either of us. I do not love him and I have told him that I don't want a relationship anymore. I feel as though my life is about to change drastically and I'm very scared. We met when we were young. I was 17 and he was 18 and have lived together for over a year. I have essentially gone from living as a child and teenager with my mum to living with my boyfriend as a young woman. I have never gone it alone. But I have decided that I'm going to take the plunge, end a relationship with the man who has been my best friend for five years and move out. But I am scared. All of my friends either live at home comfortably with their parents or are living in shared accommodation, so I have to look for a house share of my own. I have not been single for over five years and I have never in my life lived by myself. Perhaps I'm being fatalistic, but I am overwhelmingly frightened of ending up alone. However, I know this is the right thing to do as I have been feeling increasingly down due to my situation. Perhaps this time next year, I will look back and feel glad that I was brave. Quite simply, Viv, I would like you to tell me, how can I brave the unknown, build a new life and combat loneliness? Your sincerely, very scared girl. Dear very scared girl, this is so easy, you know, for me to say to you, don't be scared, you're already doing it all. The only thing you're not doing here is reminding yourself that it's perfectly natural and normal to feel fear. Although not everyone talks about it, and frequently a lot of us talk a load of bollocks to make it look like we're coping better than we really are, everyone is fearful of everything most of the time. The trick is to allow yourself to be afraid and then just go ahead and do the things you wanted to do anyway. Once you get to the other side, you'll be so busy dealing with whatever happens over there that you'll forget you were ever going to be scared of it all. I can understand that you don't want to let go of this comforting situation you know, but I can tell from your letter that in your head you've already moved on and you're ready for this. There's just a very small part of you that's saying, oh, but what if? Don't listen to that part of you. Listen to the part of you that knows what the true source of your happiness is. I can tell you're tuned into it already because you mentioned it. You know what's good for you. Don't be afraid to trust yourself. You're entitled to what you want. 
you're entitled to take risks and you are entitled to make mistakes, loads of mistakes. What you're not entitled to do is not do the things you want to do just because you're a bit afraid, even a lot afraid. This is your time. Go for it. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, ever since my son was born five years ago, we've had issues with my in-laws as they are unable to share him with other family members. The latest issue has come about because my parents-in-law are taking my five-year-old on holiday for nine nights in August. Weirdly, they've chosen to go to a campsite a mile away from where my side of the family live. So when they confirmed the dates of the trip, I suggested that they could leave my son with my sisters or mum for the day, not least so he could see his cousins who are the same age, but also to give them a child-free break for the day. I had verbally suggested this and then followed up on the in-laws WhatsApp group and the response from my mother-in-law was, oh no, we want to make the most of it. Possessive much? I sent a thumbs up in reply. 30 minutes later, I got another message saying, sorry, that sounded a bit harsh. It would be lovely to spend some time with your sister, especially at the seaside. But what about my mum? Is she not invited? Do they only want to see my family at the seaside? They are literally four minutes from my sister's house. I think it's strange they don't want to see my family, but they've booked a campsite on their doorstep. Oh dear, this this one is a bit of a minefield, isn't it? Um, I really think here you are trying to control the uncontrollable. You're trying to matchmake your parents and your sister with your in-laws from a distance and that is never going to work. I can see it from your point of view. Clearly, your in-laws didn't think about where your family lived when they booked this holiday. And however painful and weird this is to you, they obviously haven't given your family a second thought. It would be rude of me to say of your in-laws that they sound a bit caught up in their own stuff. But (laughs) the trouble is you gave up control when you agreed to let them take your son on holiday. Where they take him and what they do when they get there is kind of not your business now. Sorry, I know I'm being harsh, but I'm trying to be realistic here. I can see that all this is maddening and it's quite weird uh, that your son will be so close to the rest of his family. But to your in-laws, it is just a coincidence. I wonder if when it comes down to it, they might actually be glad of a break when it comes to the right time. Could you send them a message when they're actually on the holiday saying, oh, by the way, the invitation to leave him with my family is still open? The most important thing here, I think, is to realise for your own peace of mind that you can't control this situation and you can't make them be different to who they are. If they are possessive and a bit weird, that is how they are. I'm sorry this is a harsh reply, but I think you might just have to accept the benefits of getting some time to yourself and let go of the downsides. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I recently started what I thought was a dream job. It came out of nowhere and was too good an opportunity to miss, so I jumped feet first into it. 
Now I've been here a few months, I think I've made a huge mistake because the job is making me miserable, even though I can't quite articulate what it is about it that is making me so unhappy. However, I worry that if I leave, I will be throwing away an incredible opportunity and I don't know whether I should try to find a job similar to my current one or go back to something that's like what I was doing before. Please help. Oh, dear disappointed employee, we all end up in situations that we regret, even when we're not quite sure why we regret them. It's hard for me to know from your letter what's going on here, but I do think this is a fairly common situation. We leave a job not because we absolutely hate it, but because we think there's something else better on offer. But when we get to the other job, we find that many of the things that we didn't like that much in our previous job still exist in our new job. And we think, what did I move for? Perhaps you need to deal with your disappointment that this isn't the dream job. Things that seem like a dream rarely turn out to be quite how we had imagined. But that doesn't mean that it's a nightmare either. And I think you need to give yourself a bit of time and space to work out what exactly is making you miserable. Until you can really articulate that and know what's going wrong, you could move again and end up in exactly the same set of circumstances. One thing to bear in mind is that every incredible opportunity is only an incredible opportunity if it feels that way to you. So many things look great on paper and yet in reality they're just not right for us. So give yourself a break, find some breathing space and listen to your instincts about what's working for you here and what's not working. You will find a way forward. Our last question this week. Dear Viv, how do I tell my boyfriend that I don't want to stay at his parents' house because I don't like them and they make me feel shit about myself? They're an incredibly competitive family and bond with each other by insulting one another. For the first year or so of our relationship, they were on their best behaviour around me. But now I'm essentially part of the family and all that is long gone. I also don't like the person my boyfriend turns into when we're there. Normally, he's the sweetest, most considerate person in the world, but when he's around them, he becomes despondent and irritable. Help! Hello, girlfriend of boyfriend with nightmare parents. Here's what I think. Do you really need to tell him? Can't you just avoid going around there? Find some excuses. It's either that, I'm afraid, or having it out with him. If you do decide to have it out with him, then you're going to have to try to be very patient and non-judgmental and speak only from your own point of view. So say, I don't feel great when I'm there. I feel unhappy in that house. Don't say, they're all horrible and they make me feel shit. And by the way, you become a worse person when you're there too. I know how tempting it would be to say that. But you can't say that as it will just make him angry and he won't listen to how you're feeling. The main thing that strikes me is that you absolutely don't need to go there ever if you don't want to. And you don't even have to have a particularly good reason why not. 
you can just tell your boyfriend that you don't feel like it and you'd rather that he visited them on his own. They sound awful. (laughs) Can you do some secret recordings next time you're there and put it on YouTube so at least you can make some money out of it? Whatever you decide, good luck. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there.